Hello, my name is Dr. Kim Farina, and I'm a veterinarian, and I'm host of Pause and Reflect with Zoetis, which is provided to you by Zoetis Pet Care. Here's what we're hoping, that these six podcast episodes provide you with new information about heartworm disease, get you up to speed on the exciting new product, ProHeart 12, with the active ingredient, moxidectin, and hey, let's have some fun along the way. I'll be interviewing six extraordinary guests who all have stories to tell, information to share, and no doubt some laughs because I've got a few trivia quizzes sprinkled throughout the show so you can test your knowledge on some topics that have nothing to do with veterinary medicine. Another thing, you don't have to listen to the episodes in order, but they do have a flow so it may help for you to listen to them in sequential order. Here's what's most important. If you want further information on heartworm disease or ProHeart 12, please contact your local Zoetis representative, distributor representative, or visit ProHeartDVM.com. Today, we are interviewing Dr. Jay Price, who is the founder and CEO of Southern Veterinary Partners. A lot of today's episode is going to be about Dr. Price's personal opinions and experiences. Dr. Price's responses represent his individual experiences and opinions only. So keep in mind, he is being sponsored by Zoetis to do this podcast. Welcome, Dr. Price. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. We are so excited to have you here. So let's just jump right in. Tell us a little bit about your veterinary background and Southern Veterinary Partners. Yeah, so I graduated Auburn's Vet School in 2006 and uh, moved to Birmingham, Alabama shortly thereafter. Uh, Ended up being a, a practice owner a lot sooner than I expected and uh, was fortunate enough to uh, build upon that over, a, over about a 10-year, 13-year period now. And uh, now we have 98 hospitals across 13 states in the South. Um, and so we, we founded Southern Veterinary Partners with a couple of veterinarians. Uh, and that's where we are today. My gosh, 98? That's impressive. So the big question is, do you have spare time? And if so, what do you do? <laughs> My spare time is really centered around, uh, I have two little boys at home that are eight and six. And uh, as you alluded to, this takes up uh, just about every spare minute that I have between their sporting stuff and uh, growing a company this size. Uh, once a year, I do try to get out and go fly fishing somewhere where I can unplug and disconnect and um, not have any cell phone service for a couple of days, but that gets fewer and far between. Yeah. And you live in Alabama and let's just talk about heartworm disease. I know there's a lot of it there. So what has your experience been with heartworm positive dogs and treating dogs with heartworm disease? I mean, just like most Southern states, we have a few mosquitoes down here. Uh, and so I, you know, one of the things that, that we really saw, I started using, the, became a heavy user of ProHeart 6 when it came back to the market. When you really take a step back and look at it, we, we have this perception of what goes on in our hospitals on how compliant our, our clients are. And then we really take a step back and dig into the numbers and, and really look at it. You realize that they're not at all. Uh, even in our hospitals today, at, at, with 98 hospitals, we look at it and only 6% of our clients across the entire 98 of those hospitals actively give 12 months of prevention. And so it's a huge challenge that we face in, from a compliance perspective. And, and even more so, especially in the South, with the weather being the way it is, even in October, November, December, and January, you'll have spurts of you know, 60 to 70 degree weather where mosquitoes can come back out. And so it's super important just from a uh, compliance standpoint and, and our ability to, to treat and prevent heartworm disease that, you know, having, having a prevention on board year round is, is paramount. In my original hospital, we would, we would take in stray animals. We had a contract with, a with our local, local municipality. And so what we would see is a lot of strays that would come in, uh, over 75% of those strays had heartworm disease. And so mm. it, we knew it was prevalent in the area. We knew it was highly prevalent in the area. 
it's tough to document that in private practice, but just the magnitude of, of pets that we saw coming through our door that uh, were strays in our local area, you know, having heartworms, we knew it was probably, it was probably in our area. And so again, that further bolstered our, our conviction to using ProHeart uh, inside our hospital. Yeah. And I mean, there are a whole lot of challenges you have to face and, and with that amount of hospitals and, and everything that you're dealing with, I have to say, we barely know each other, but I feel like you definitely don't shy away from challenges. And so speaking of challenges, one of the features of this podcast is to take a little break from our interview and give you, our guest, a mini quiz. Don't worry and don't stress out because you're not going to lose anything and you can't win anything because there's no prizes. Okay? I have a bell for, for your right answers. And Max, our producer, can boost your spirits with some encouraging sound effects like crowds cheering for you yes thank you thank you see so this quiz is called not my career and the idea is you are a veterinarian and the career we're going to test your knowledge on today is barber so like a hair barber i'll give you the clue and you fill in the blank so are you up for it It sounds like i don't have a choice right you don't have a choice excellent all right not my career quiz question number one the word barber is derived from the Latin word barba, which means what? To trim. No, beard. Uh-huh. All right. All right. You're just warming up. Number two, hair is more elastic than you think. It can stretch up to what percent when wet? Uh, 50%? 50. You're close. It's 30%. I'll give you a little bell. Look. There, it's a quiet bell. All right, number three, the classic striped barber pole that you always see outside barber shops, derived from the barber's second job from a long time ago as a... Oh, man, I can't even begin to form a guess on that. No idea. I can't even, I can't even come up with a creative guess. They were surgeons. Really? And the pole is for bloodletting. It's, it's red and white because of that, so... That's what they used to do. Learn something new every day. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last one, number four. If someone has androgenetic alopecia, what's the issue? Hair loss. Male pattern baldness. Excellent. Okay. Well, Dr. Price, you might want to stick to veterinary medicine, maybe. I'm not confused. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to the interview. All right. What made you decide to use ProHeart? We think we do a really good job inside our hospitals on getting year-round compliance, but the reality is we don't. And I think I mentioned earlier that we look at this consistently amongst all of our hospitals and only 6% of our patients actually get 12 months of heartworm prevention. And that's not even guaranteed. That's just they buy 12 months of heartworm prevention, right? It doesn't even mention the fact that they may or may not give it on a monthly basis. We all know that 12 months can quickly turn into 16 or 18 months of prevention. Um, that's not given consistently. And so it just made sense for us from a compliance piece to start using ProHeart6. And and how many dogs a year would you say you saw with heartworm disease before using ProHeart? So we saw, I would say it was at least around, of our actual clients, it was probably around 10% that had heartworm disease. Uh, but again, I mentioned earlier that we had, you know, we did a lot of rescue work. And mm-hmm. I would say over 50% of those dogs that we saw on a consistent basis had heartworm disease. And now that your hospital started using ProHeart, what do the numbers look like? Yeah, I mean, now that we've started using ProHeart, uh, our, our numbers are in low single digits uh, from a yeah. percentage standpoint there. And then, you know, one of the great things that I was able to to do when we started, you know, given our growth and hospital acquisitions is look at everybody else's heartworm compliance. And because we use ProHeart 6 inside our hospital, our heartworm compliance has been consistently better, one of the top five in the entire of our 98 hospitals in, in compliance just because of our use of ProHeart 6. 
Right, right. And, you know, interestingly, I know the veterinary industry has changed and many pet owners are buying heartworm preventative. They're buying flea and tick control and other products online instead of buying them in veterinary hospitals. What has your experience been with this? One of the things that our industry hasn't done a great job of is actually talking about visits. And so, you know, they always say, AVMA has said, hey, well, well visits are declining uh, inside veterinary hospitals. And, and that's not actually true. If you look back at it and you split those kind, of, there's two kinds of visits in our opinion that come into a hospital. There's one, there's a clinical visit, a pet coming in, you know, that needs a service, whether that be vaccinations or it's sick. Uh, and then there's the pet out of the hospital, the non-clinical visit. And so what we've seen is that clinical visits are actually on the rise. And, and that makes sense. You know, pet ownership is on the rise. Millennials are only more pets. And so those, the Pets are coming into our hospital more often, but what we are missing on is the non-clinical visits now with the advent of online pharmacies, Chewy, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're using that for convenience since they're not coming in back in our hospitals as frequently to pick up a bag of food or to, or to refill heartworm prevention or chronic medication. And so they're, they're leveraging online pharmacies for that just from a convenience standpoint. Um, you know, and, and what we lose out on is actually that extra touch point with the client to ask them how their pet's doing. You know, somebody not coming back in and often to pick up a bag of food, you're unable to ask them, hey, do you need that? Do you need any heartworm prevention? You know, we see in your records that you don't. Uh, you haven't picked up any in, in two or three months or you haven't picked up any in six months. And so we're losing that touch point and we're losing that, that chance to educate our clients. That's why having an injection um, makes a huge difference, especially now that ProHeart 12 is out. I mean, it's a one and done and, and you're good for an entire year. I, I mean, to me, that's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I were to unpack this a little bit, it just sounds like ProHeart has really helped you keep the clients coming back to your hospital. It certainly has. I mean, we use ProHeart 6, and so we've just started using ProHeart 12. But but what we saw as well when we use ProHeart 6 is that not only would the client come back to get ProHeart 6, over 70% of the time they'd come back in to get that second injection of ProHeart 6. But what we also saw is that it drove other medical services as well. Hey, I'm here to get a ProHeart injection, but do you mind checking out this spot on my dog or, or my cat's, you know, or my dog's got this going on? Um, do you mind checking that out? And, and what we saw was incremental, um, incremental growth in other medical services. Hey, you know, I've got an eight-year-old dog and here to get my, my second ProHeart injection. Uh, time to educate, the ability to educate our client on, you know, senior early disease, disease detection blood work. And so it, it really drove not only compliance and heartworm prevention, but also other wellness-related compliance as well. Yeah, right. Other wellness aspects to it. Well, it's time for another quiz. Oh, can't not wait. <laughs> and this one is called Famous Animal Tales Who Have Tales. Okay, so I'm going to read you a short poem and you fill in the blank with the name of a famous <laughs> animal character who has a tail and has also been in a tail. This is perfect because if you, you have young kids and so it's like fairy tales or stories. Okay. But the, all, all the answers, the animals have tails. Gotcha. Here we go. I'm never on time. I'm fashionably late. I can't seem to keep my appointment straight. The queen always yells, always has a fit. She doesn't care that I'm the white. Rabbit. Yes. Fit, rabbit. See, they rhyme. Okay. Number two. Though young in age and full of fun, to my father, I'm his special son. When there's music playing, I dance the marimba and the pride all yells, go for it. Oh, man. Uh, I'm trying to rhyme something with marimba, and I don't think I can do that. Have you seen The Lion King? I have, but it's been about 15 years. Uh, so it's a lion. Is it Simba, I guess? Is it Simba? Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. Marimba Simba. There yeah. we go. Number three. All right. 
Look up, what a rare sight. Yes, indeed, do you see me flying at full speed? I may be small, but I am considered a jumbo with enormous ears. That's me, I'm... Jumbo. Yes! See, Dr. Price, you're, you're born for this. Yes. Number four. The cartoon character seems very well-bred. He lives with his owner, a real blockhead. He's tried very hard to be of the groupie, but no one seems to include little old... Snoopy. Yes! Excellent. I see, see you're looking at me, though. So you try finding a word that rhymes with Snoopy, okay? It's very yeah, difficult. It I have one last one, okay? Gifts from her always help Harry adjust to the world of wizarding, which is a must. Delivering mail and comfort is her gig. She's his defender. She's... I don't know the name of the owl, but I'm... Uh, Hedwig? Yes! Is that it? Ah, my kid will be proud of me. My eight-year-old will be super proud of me on that one. Very good. <laughs> We're going to continue talking about heartworm. Let's talk more about pro-heart in practice. Yeah, definitely a little tough to say on 12 because it's so new to, to us. We haven't... I don't know that I can... Yeah. Give you factual stuff on what we've seen, but what we did see, especially on Pro Heart Six, I mean, again, it just drove compliance in other areas inside the hospital, uh, not only with heartworm, but also early disease detection lab work. You know, just having them back in the hospital more often, having them come back twice a year inside the hospital using Pro Heart Six just made a huge difference in our not only our you know, early disease detection compliance, but fecal compliance. I can't reiterate that enough. We actually did a study for Zoetis, I guess it was about eight years ago on ProHeart, and they actually dug into how much incremental spending clients did when they came back in for that second ProHeart injection. And on average, clients spend an extra $70 in addition to the ProHeart injection that they, the ProHeart 6 injection. And, and typically that was around other wellness-related services. Now that there is ProHeart 12 and ProHeart 6, how do you find them both fitting into your practice? Even with ProHeart 6, only 70% of our clients were coming back in for that second injection. And so being able to identify the clients that weren't coming back in that second time, we're able to transition them over to ProHeart 12. And we also asked them, would you rather have a 6 or 12? Yeah. And, um, you know, you've consistently come back in every six months. And a lot of them that have consistently come back in still opt for ProHeart 6 because of that. Yeah, that's smart. If you have a practice that is using oral heartworm preventatives, what advice do you have to help practices transition to pro heart. So what if that's already kind of set in their minds and set with their clients? How do you make that switch? Yeah. I mean, again, it all goes back to educating the staff uh, and also educating the doctors. I mean, I, you know, I, I can't emphasize enough. We think we do a whole lot better job of educating our clients and spending time educating our clients in the exam room than we actually really do. I mean, we, you know, as veterinarians, we have a thousand things going on inside the hospital every day and running back and forth to exam rooms and taking care of sick pets and drop-offs and surgeries that things just tend to fall by the wayside from an education perspective. And, you know, and it shows in our compliance numbers. I, I have yet to see a hospital that we've partnered with that has more than a, a 10% compliance for 12 months of heartworm prevention. And so it just really comes down to client education and, and educating our staff to be able to, you know, proactively talk about it inside the exam room. And one of the things that I always use, and, and this is reality for me as well, as busy as I am and, you know, having two small young children at home that have a bunch of things going on, you just forget things. And, you know, even though we have smartphones these days, it'll send us a reminder. Like if that reminder doesn't go off of my phone when I'm standing in my house and reminds me to give a, a, the monthly prevention, it's something I'll look at. I'm like, oh, I got to give the dogs a heartworm prevention today. And then a million other things go on the rest of the day and you forget. And so, I ask owners all the time, hey, can you remember to give a once a month pill or would an injection that lasts for six or 12 months be better for you? And their immediate response was, oh my gosh, please give me the injection. 
please give my pet an injection. Right. I, I don't have time to remember that. Yeah. I mean, it really seems like a no brainer. Yeah, it, it absolutely it's is. so easy. Yeah, it is. So from a perspective as a practicing veterinarian and the CEO, share with us how using ProHeart and other injectable products, you know, can really just elevate the patient care, not just revenue. I, I'm, I mean, nobody can argue. I've never met a veterinarian that can argue that being on year-round heartworm prevention in the South is a bad thing. I mean, it's just not. And so, you know, having the ability to guarantee compliance and that you don't have to rely on the, the pet owner to give that medication on a monthly basis. I mean, again, it, it puts the power in our hands to be able to deliver the, the best care for that, for that patient. I mean, I, I can't emphasize that enough. Right. Absolutely. What would your advice be to veterinarians who are interested in using ProHeart in their practice? Yeah. I mean, you know, we have actually posters hanging in our room, ask us about a heartworm injection that lasts six or 12 months. And, and you'd be surprised how many clients actually ask you about it when they're in there waiting for you to come in. Um, and so just having things that are, that are out at their fingertips that they can look at and see in, in the exam room while you're waiting, while they're waiting on you to come you know, take a look at their pet is, is huge. And then just ask them about it. I mean, I, again, ask them, we know as veterinarians that people aren't as, I mean, <laughs> you're trying to solve for the human, human element here. And that's just never an easy thing to do. We just know as veterinarians that, you know, people just aren't great about staying on top of things and consistently giving medication, whether it be heartworm prevention or antibiotics for skin disease, they're just not great at staying on top of it. And so, you know, giving them the option, I, I can't tell you how many patients or how many clients select for that option. I mean, it's just easier and it's out of sight, out of mind, and you give the injection and you're good to go. Right. I mean, and that's an excellent point. We have a hard time getting them to give antibiotics every day. And now we're asking, you know, so for something that's monthly, that's even harder. So just take that part out and just, you know. Yeah, just take the guesswork out of it. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a deadly disease here. And even if the pet contracts the disease and, and you treat it, I mean, the amount of the amount of what it costs to treat a pet for heartworm disease these days is, I mean, you could have a lifetime supply of heartworm prevention in order for it to treat one case. And the damage is not, it's irreversible. So why not have them on something right. that's going to last for 12 months? Right, exactly. Any other advice about heartworm disease prevention that you would give to our listeners? Educate clients. Make sure your staff is talking about it on a consistent basis. I, I mean, I, I can't emphasize that enough. I mean, just think about that. In our 98 hospitals, 6% of all clients buy 12 months, buy, not give, buy 12 months of prevention. And, you know, consistently doing that and, and consistently having a pet on, on something that, you know, is steady state, guarantees compliance for six or 12 months. Uh, I mean, again, we have the power to, to greatly reduce heartworm disease across the entire pet population in the U.S. Um, they've been using it in Australia for years. And I, I think one of the things that I found most interesting about ProHeart and ProHeart's use in Australia is that heartworm prevention in Australia is over the counter. Right. And so you can get heartworm prevention anywhere in Australia. You can get it at the grocery store. You can get it at you know, a gas station. You don't need a prescription for it. Yet the number one heartworm uh, prevention sell and number one seller for heartworm prevention there's ProHeart. So, I mean, that just tells you that people opt for it, just given the ease and convenience for it. So, Well, that is excellent advice. And I want to end with, do you have any funny veterinary stories to share today? Like something we could chuckle about? Something that's <laughs> happened in your career? Uh, I've got, uh, yeah, just like everybody, I've got a ton of them. Um, I don't know. Some of them would be very appropriate here, but yeah. Uh, can you share one that would be appropriate? Oh man. Um, uh, I was eight months out of school and I had a groomer and, uh, at the time I, I literally had owned the hospital for about six weeks and she, her poodle had passed away and she got her poodle taxidermy. Yeah. So, 
a little weird, uh, but she, uh, she would bring the poodle into the clinic every day and it would sit back there while she groomed. And so she actually got a taxidermy and mounted on a skateboard and she would wheel this poodle in and out of the hospital every day and put it back there. And, and every day when she'd go home, she would take the skateboard. The poodle always like got up in the back window of her car. Uh-huh. So every day she would, you know, it's kind of her memorial to the dog. She'd put the skateboard with the poodle, taxidermy poodle on top of it in the back of her car. And then this was the summertime. So she stopped off at the grocery store one day and it was super hot in the car. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I was in an exam room and she comes barreling back into the hospital about 30 minutes after she had left and she's screaming and crying. And I didn't know it was her. I come running out of the exam room thinking it was an emergency. And she's holding the skateboard and the poodle, the taxidermy with the taxidermy poodle on top of it. And it had gotten so hot, the glue had kind of melted. And so the poodle's head looked like the exorcist had gotten a hold oh, of it. Oh my and she, gosh. And she was yelling and screaming for me to fix her taxidermy poodle. And I had no idea how to do that. Um, and so uh, I still have a lot of my same staff that was there with me at that point in time. And they still laugh to this day about uh, our crazy groomer that ran in asking me to fix her taxidermy poodle because the glue had melted. So Yeah, we don't we don't cover that in vet school. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it, Dr. Price. It was a pleasure to have you on. And thanks. You were a very good sport with the quizzes. So thank you. Thank you for educating me on barbers. appreciate it. <laughs> this wraps up the sixth and final episode of the Pro Heart 12 Pause and Reflect with Zoetis series. Another season with a new Zoetis product is coming your way shortly, which is very exciting. Get ready. It's going to be good. I'm Dr. Kim Farina, and this has been Pause and Reflect with Zoetis. Use ProHeart 6 in dogs 6 months of age or older and ProHeart 12 in dogs 12 months of age or older. Do not administer to dogs that are sick, debilitated, underweight, have a history of weight loss, or to those previously found to be hypersensitive to the drug. Hypersensitivity reactions may occur in some dogs when ProHeart is administered alone or with vaccines. Anaphylactic and anaphylactoid reactions can result in death and should be treated immediately with the same measures used to treat hypersensitivity reactions to vaccines and other injectable products. Reported side effects in clinical trials include vomiting, lethargy, diarrhea, anorexia, and hypersensitivity reactions. People should avoid inhalation, contact with eyes, or accidental self-injection. Certification is required before veterinarians and staff can administer these products. See full prescribing information for ProHeart 6 and ProHeart 12 at www.zoetisus.com backslash products backslash dogs backslash ProHeart 6 and www.proheart12pi.com.